1025 It's time to talk football It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard A huge night of football as Rangers against Bayer Leverkusen goes ahead amid coronavirus fears This weekend may be the last time fans can attend games But the old firm game looks like it will be on as normal And St Mirren strike a huge blow in the battle for survival I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Well it's a huge few days for Rangers and Stephen Gerrard Amid all this panic of coronavirus Two big games goes ahead And tonight the last 16 of the Europa League up against a very, very good side in Bayer Leverkusen. If Rangers have shown one thing, it's that their European form is to be admired. They've got through previous ties um, that people may not have thought they were capable of getting a result off the back of their domestic form. And I think the Rangers fans, even though they're up against a Leverkusen side, will go along tonight optimistic that they can get a result to take in to the second leg if it goes ahead next week. In a couple of weeks Feels a little bit strange Gordon That there's a lot going on That seems bigger And more important than football But we do have a big game tonight We will have a big game on Sunday Fans will be allowed in So for the purposes of Of this question On the field Just how much are you looking forward to Oh brilliantly uh, Before I start Gordon I'd like to congratulate St Mirren That was a terrific victory last night I watched them against Celtic Getting a doing at the weekend They had to respond And well done to Jim Goodwin Good result for them But tonight it's all about Rangers Packed house at Ibrox as you said uh, Last 16 uh, Against difficult opponents And then obviously Sunday Against very difficult opponents as well So big few days coming up But the big question mark over the last couple of days For the Rangers fans is Will their top goal scorer start the game tonight? Pick your Rangers team 01419511025 Who should play? Who shouldn't? Should Morelos play? Should it be Camberry? How will the midfield line up In the absence of the likes of Ryan Jack? Will James Tavernier make it? What about you St Mirren and Hearts fans? How significant a result was that last night? St Mirren fans are you dreaming of safety? Hearts fans are you fearing the worst? 01419511025 Let's hear from you on the phones tonight and we're on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. Let's go straight to Ibrooks though. Get a flavour of the build-up with Andrew McLean. Yeah, well, you kind of feel this game hasn't had the build-up it deserves because of very serious issues going on at the moment. But this match is definitely on. Fans will be allowed in. And full focus here is on the football. Now, 16 games Rangers have had to negotiate in Europe to make it this far in the competition. And despite not kicking on domestically since the winter break, you can't doubt the quality that Steven Gerrard's side have shown in this competition over the past couple of years. The likes of Feyenoord, Porto and Braga have all been dispatched of this season. But you feel Bayern Leverkusen... They are a step up from anything Rangers have faced in the Europa League this season. Fifth in the Bundesliga, unbeaten in their last nine matches and a team full of multi-million pound talent. Rangers certainly underdogs coming into this one, but that's a position they've thrived in recently. Captain James Tavernier is a doubt coming into this one. Ryan Jack and Jermaine Defoe definitely miss out. I'll bring you full team news when I get it. Bayer Leverkusen didn't train on the Ibrox pitch last night, but I can tell you it does look a lot better for it. The last time I was here it did look a lot patched. So the pitch is certainly in better condition as well Thank you very much Andrew McLean He'll bring his team news as soon as he can 0141-951-1025 To hear from you At Clyde SSB on Twitter uh, Just a bit of an update And it is very much the same as it has been all week We won't pretend to be experts in the field But of course it is starting to eat into everyday life Football becomes a part of that And so just an update on, on where we're at at the moment That Rangers-Bayer Leverkusen game does go ahead tonight There was maybe some 
uh, question marks over it. The mass gatherings, as they're called, of over 500 people looks set to be cancelled as of Monday. So in case you hadn't noticed, Rangers play Celtic on Sunday and therefore it looks like that will go ahead. I know a lot of people have had their their say on it. It's probably not really for us to debate whether whether it's right or wrong that's just the way it is the official line is this is more about the the pressure on services and police force and medical staff and ambulance staff rather than reducing the spread of the virus so if you're worried and by the way this is a case of don't shoot the messenger this is this is not my advice this is the chief medical officer's advice that stopping the mass gatherings is not the best way to stop the spread of this virus if you're going to go to the game on sunday the risk is relatively low but do not go if you've got any symptoms That's about all we can offer In the way of advice At the moment Also Elgin against Breakin is on yeah, in yeah, Saturday yeah, So yeah, yeah, under go. 500 people <laughs> yeah. Under 5 right. So we they should be people. okay The good news for uh, the mushroom is He'll get his season finished There's no doubt about that <laughs> In fact his last <laughs> 9 <laughs> games Won't gather 500 people <laughs> But I'm looking forward We're to uh, Standing here on Saturday And seeing the goals going in for Breaking against Elgin But the the focus will be on Obviously tonight Gordon Massive games I said earlier uh, Just at the top of the show there I heard some of the programme last night Mixed opinions Whether Morelos should start uh, well, What's your opinion? Should he? 100% Yeah? Yeah 100% Now The arguments are there for The way he's been playing He's not scoring goals I've even heard body language I've heard of when he walked off, nobody uh, was shaking his hand at Ross County. But you're going into the biggest game now in this tournament tonight against a top-class side. And you've got a guy that is your top goal scorer. For me, it's a no-brainer. I would take him all day long. No, I want to play him just now. I understand what you're saying. He scored 29 or 30 goals in the first half of the season. We're, we're long past this halfway mark you, of the season You're getting into a game And you're telling me Mark That, that you, would, you would go with A loanee from Hibs Before a guy who I is a proven goal scorer Against Celtic and plus, No hold on a minute How many goals he scored in Europe? We're not, we're not playing Are you talking about Sunday's game? No tonight's, oh, tonight's, tonight's game Sorry tonight, I thought Alright oh, okay Right I apologise We well, still wouldn't play him would you? Oh. Would you play tonight, him tonight? No No? No Right okay we're back into the argument Okay, okay. So you're telling me tonight Where he has Performed well And scored yeah. goals And you can have the argument Against Braga away from home Yeah I totally understand that He's your top go- to, to have any chance He can through I think you've got to I know the, the reasons People say well He's not scored in the last nine Or whatever it was to, But he's a guy that will get in, He'll get chances He's a handful I would rather Hang my hat on him tonight than a loanee from Hibs who will run about and give you 100%. Let's go into the argument and brag away from home then. <laughs> you, 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 you did <laughs> seem to skip over that. Yeah, yeah. No, I set him up. I set him up for that. I'm quite happy because, to go with look, that. You're right. You know, Camberry is a loanee and you can't, I don't know what difference that makes. But I think he's come in and he's had a positive impact when he's played. I think he looks livelier at this minute. I've no doubt Morelos is a top player and he has been... For a large part of the season I think when you're getting into these games You need players who are on form just now And I think week after week It's been shown that Morelos Isn't on form He, he, he looks he, I think Camberry would, would be a great I, I to, 
Listen, I totally understand, but you're, so how much leeway do you give him? If he plays bad tonight, do you play him again next week and say, see, "Oh, by me, the way, he's been brown me, in Europe." Me personally, me personally, I look against the, the opposition tonight. I would play my top team, the best players that I've got. Whether they were the last week they played well or indifferent or whatever, and we can go back to Morelos with his so, goals. But score. how long does that last? But how long does that well, best player on. argument last? Eventually, he'll come and score goals again, Mark. Goal scorers go mm. into sort of situations where they have a run of games and they're looking for one, no saying in football, one off the backside or whatever. I think Morelos will start scoring goals again, right? I think he's a better goal scorer than what Camberry is, for instance. Now, I take into the point that Camberry will go and do all the running, do all the hard work, he'll get in behind. But Morelos has shown in Europe as well and domestically he scores goals 0141-951-1025 William is a Rangers fan from Stevenson let's throw you right into the middle William um, Morelos do you start him tonight or not? No No? Why not? Because he's not been performing at all uh, I think Matt Camberry's come in and he's done really well I think he should give him a chance I mean do, do you look back on the Braga game then William because many People, well, you can tell me as a Rangers fan, that's probably the performance and result of the season. Is that fair? Yeah, so that's fair. Yeah, and, definitely fair. And, and Camberry played. So is is that your logic that if you could trust him, then you can trust him tonight? Aye, uh, this game coming up and the game coming up on Sunday, I've, I've absolutely no worries because I know Rangers will perform. It's against your lesser lights. I'm just not doing it. Yeah, this is and this is where we'll find this mm-hmm. out, Gordon. So much talk over the last couple of weeks about. Rangers been better as underdogs and been better in Europe and been more suited to Europe and what's actually annoyed people is the fact that Rangers players have said it and Rangers coaches have, have said it but it certainly looks like it's true now whether that's a good thing or not that's the debate we've been having but it kind of looks like it's true yeah well if you've got the players coming out and admitting it then it's got to be true Gordon um, I think Rangers are better suited to Europe for some reason because, uh, yeah, it could be hashtag underdogs. You like that, man? Wow. Uh, that it's all necessary to hear hashtags today. Oh, it's all Sunday happening I'm so glad I got that one right. But I'll get back to Wilden's point about Morelos, right? <laughs> That'll be trending soon. No, no, no. I'll get back to my point here. You talk about Morelos not in form, right? Does he leave out Kent? Goldston has been coming in for criticism. Tavernier, I know, is touch and go for tonight. There's four or five of the Rangers players that have been out of form for months now, right? So what does the manager do? What I'm saying is, you've got an opportunity to say to this boy, you need to go and produce tonight. You're a goal scorer. Yeah. Now, if you're if you're if your full season depended on a one and one with a goalkeeper for a chance. Who would you put in there to take that chance? Morelos. Jermaine Defoe, but he's injured. Uh, well, I'm on the kidney. Yeah, well, I tell you what, it's a great argument, but he's injured. I just think, Gordon, it stacks up the argument about forum, but Mark's saying, about, you know, some some are saying he's working his ticket. I'm not, I, I'm not saying... I take all that into consideration. I just think tonight, he's your best... Go- tell me, anybody that comes on here and says to me, Morelos is not our best goal scorer. Right, I'm not saying that I you're. you're I'm, got to play I, I'm him. not saying that you're wrong, but I am interested in your logic. I'm, I'm interested in how you get there because you keep saying he's the top goal scorer. He's the top goal scorer. He's mm. the top goal scorer. Now there's every chance that Morelos 
Will be Rangers top goal scorer Come the end of the season Even if he doesn't play again So Simply by the fact That he's the top scorer Have you got him locked in To play every single game Between now and the end of the season Just because he's the top scorer Not every game Between now and the end of the season I just think this is The biggest one tonight Well any big game then Right So he, he, two, play, he plays every two, big game Because he's already two, The top scorer And uh, a must win game Yes I'd play him okay. if, I, if I was putting my Sort of a reputation In my house on oh, Please don't We've get, had enough of that get, Mrs Keevens right, is still homeless Getting into the The box tonight And scoring a goal I would much yeah. rather Take a chance On Morelis But I totally understand People coming on here And saying he's working His ticket He's doing this Or whatever I just think Tonight is like A cup final to them Get your best 11 on the part Well put it this way Right Ryan Kent Has had one Decent game for me Right Against Bragg Away from home When he scores a goal the That's after you called him A seven quid player as well, well He's playing like a seven quid player The bottom seven mil So you leave him out tonight Do you leave Goldson out tonight So there's arguments All over the pitch For this Gordon But the the one thing That wins you games Is goals And I think you've got A better chance With Morelos Than Camberry What else is on your mind Tonight William Yeah it's just about, about last week About Mark Wilson's comments About Stephen Gerrard And the team yeah, I agree with you, William. What were, what were they? Remind me. Yeah, I'll remind you. He, he's trying to turn around and tell everybody that, that Neil Lennon wouldn't call out his players if the results were going the same way for Celtic as they are for Rangers. He start, he's talking absolute nonsense if he thinks that's the case. He should take his green uh, tinted spectacles off mm-hmm. because that's how Hibs chased Lennon to, to Hibs because he'd done the exact same thing. As he's trying to turn around and tell us that the. Uh, he would have did the exact same thing If the results are going The way they're going for Rangers He's talking absolute nonsense Nonsense Mark What Wilson. did I say William? Yeah. You said that Neil Lennon Wouldn't be as critical Of his Celtic play According to William You said he wouldn't be as right, critical According to William um, as, as Stephen Gerrard has been uh, No I, I think I remember the argument Where I says First time round Neil Neil didn't come out really and criticise when I was there. He didn't really come out and criticise uh, the players, William, when I was there. So that's from personal experience. I think I says only once he lost it, and it was when we lost away to Inverness to Anne Rangers the league. Now that was for a personal experience. So I stand by what I say for a, a personal experience. William, so uh, well, Gordon, I, I don't because Mark definitely said last week that. Neil Lennon wouldn't call out the Celtic players. He said he said it referenced Stephen Gerrard and his comments, and he definitely said Neil Lennon wouldn't do it. That's just my point. Yeah, but but he, I understand he, what you might be right, but he's just basing it on having having played under him, William. And I don't like sticking up for Mark. Believe me, it makes me makes me feel horrible. But he's just talking about his his own experience. He doesn't recall Neil Lennon being too hard on the, on. That, but the way the, the way he was putting it across, he was definitely saying Neil Lennon wouldn't call it the Celtic players. The results has gone the other way. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember that, William. Uh, I do remember that last week, um, and I think you're right. Uh, he's also I don't know what's happened But I got a phone call today Brian Rice at Hamilton The manager's not happy with him either So he's not having a good week Let us say William Take no prisoners <laughs> <laughs> Where he's spoiled managers <laughs> Me right, and breaking right, I mean I'm <laughs> right, Rice he's having a real go at you by the way William yeah. and Stevenson Thank you very much for the call Jeffrey's in Gifnock Does Morelos start for you Jeffrey? Yes Explain oh, yourself we, for you Along the same right, lines as Gordon uh, Dale well, it's not often that I agree with Gordon no. because the last couple of uh, weeks I've been listening to him. I wouldn't say slagging off Stephen Gerrard, but he's not been um, 
making good the uh, th- are saying good things about him. You can't blame you can't blame Stephen Gerrard for what's going on at Ibrox. Why? If you look at Why? the paper, if you well, let me explain. If you look at the papers, one of the papers last week, there was a picture of Halliday with the headline saying that we are going to get the manager sacked. Now, what does that say to you? I mean, if players are going to say that, right, they should keep that to themselves. Um, I just get angry that uh, players are not performing um, in in the league, but they're doing well in Europe. I mean, Steven Gerrard can only pick the players that he's got, and he trusts them, but they're just not performing. Who signed the players? Right, I, to yeah. be honest, I don't think we should go over old ground too much. Just because tonight's such a big night, and, and the, you know the debate was about who, who plays tonight. So let, let's save that for another day. Right, but Morales, I think should play. Um, I'm going for to get his confidence back. To get his confidence back. All right, so you have Camberry on the bench. If if Morales doesn't perform, you maybe look at the second half, bring Camberry on, but. You cannot not play a player just because he's losing confidence. If he's, if if they keep dropping him, he's obviously going to lose confidence. How's he going to get it back? How how long does that? And again, Jeffrey, I'm more interested in in the logic here. I'm not saying that you're wrong tonight, but so how long do you do that for? Then do you just do you just continually play a guy until one day somewhere down the line you hope that he gets his confidence back? Uh, that's that's a hard question to answer, but. I'm just making the point that if you don't play them, the confidence will come back. And if you want to sell them, you're not going to get the money. You're not going to get the money. But I'm hoping and praying tonight that we're going to do it because we've been unbeaten at home. Unfortunately, I can't go to the match tonight because I've been advised not to because I've got got a couple of medical conditions. Um, So I'm just going to be relaxing in my house in front of the TV Cheering on Rangers And bring it on You look after yourself But just let me be honest You won't be relaxing Following your team is never relaxing But take care of yourself anyway Jeffrey. Um In Gifnook What about Stephen Gerrard's comments We played them on last night's show And he was very specific About needing a performance He was referencing You know the number 9 position mm. Players who really understood What the tactical task was And players who would not go off And do their own thing Mm-hmm. Do you read anything into that with with regards to whether that includes Morelos um, or not? Like, there's no doubt that what Daz and, and some of the guys are saying, he's an ultimate goal scorer. He's been there for Rangers, but yeah, I do read into that a wee bit there. When he's been off form for since they came back mid January to now, and Steven Gerrard saying things like that, then who else is appointing? Uh, of course, Morelos has been the guy who's been there more often, than not in that position. He's, he, you know, he's. I don't think he's as much a team player as probably Camberry. And I know that doesn't mean a lot to the fans. If the goal scorers get all the plaudits, but sometimes when you're a coach or a manager, you like people to be team players as well. Now, it, look, if Morelos scored a couple at the weekend and was outstanding, then it's a no-brainer. You put him in and you think, oh, he's, he's runs over in poor form. But I must be concerned for Steven Gerrard. It's a big decision to make. And it's, I just think maybe you go away with somebody before. How big a blow is the absence of Ryan Jack, and what should that midfield look like without him? Just to give you a bit of an update, mm-hmm. 
You can read into this what you want I'm just offering the information You come to your conclusion I'm not saying he's going to play But James Tavernier has been walking around the, 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 the track Like the rest of the squad He's there with the rest of the squad He looks like he's walking freely I offer that without further comment Does that mean he's going to play? I don't know We'll find out What about Ryan Jack's absence? Uh, big, big miss for me um, I think he gives him that little bit of protection Gordon Just sits there And uh, he goes and wins the ball for them uh, so I think he's he's had a good season, Ryan Jack, and I think when he's not in the team, he's sadly missed. It'll be interesting to see the lineup tonight. It really will be. Um, it'll probably be the usual four three three type formation. I I, I told uh, what Mark and and let's see what you're saying. And I heard a little bit last night about Stephen Gerrard talking about this. You know, the player that's got to play for a team and the right tactics and not for individuals. And I do believe he was having a little go at Morelis. All I'm saying is, if it was my pick, I'd be going with Morelis. Right, you pick the team. It doesn't have to be just about Morelos or Camberry. Who else plays tonight? Give us all your pre-match thoughts. And we're going to hear some very interesting comments from Scott Brown. He's had his say on what should happen to the title if the Scottish football season is brought to a close. We'll hear them after the travel. Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here Building up to a huge game for Rangers this evening By a Leverkusen The visitors to Ibrox in the Europa League It's an 8 o'clock kickoff, So we'll have team news for you in the not too distant future Until then You can speculate until your heart's content about who should play and who shouldn't. So get your calls in 0141-951-1025 and we're on Twitter at Clyde SSB where incidentally I've had a tweet for you, Gordon Deal. Oh, this'll be good. Um it's from Kenny. Uh-huh. Uh, Kenny sent it in and it's an article uh with the late great Davy Cooper. A su- oh, super super focus interview. Mm. One of these kind of question and answer, name, birthplace, mm. height, weight, favourite player, dad. Favourite club, nickname, etc. etc. And if you scroll down about seven or eight questions it says Favourite player Tommy McLean <sighs> A player for the future oh, Gordon oh, DL God, really? He knew He knew the game Inside out And know the reason do, Well Because he used to travel him. Did uh, you know well, him? That's I'm why go, I'm going to be honest right uh, I, I think that's absolutely brilliant But David Cooper and I lived within 20 yards each other Oh so you were his taxi uh, driver And basically David didn't have a licence So you're getting the story Yeah you're getting the story <laughs> At least he's honest Because he could have just said No I was just I was that good One but, for the future But how often do you say that This guy's one for the future And they turn it oh. to be Starring in Division 1 Taxi Division driver two. for the future oh, I don't know when it's starring Division 1 <laughs> Anyway Can you remember you? <laughs> Let's hear a bit from Celtic captain Scott Brown shall we He's been speaking today uh, Scott Brown's take on the coronavirus It's not something I, I thought we would be discussing a few weeks ago um, And he says Celtic should be crowned champions If the league is forced to halt Because of coronavirus Let me be very clear There is no suggestion That's happening right now This is an if This is a hypothetical He understands why They may have to play Behind closed doors From next week But says it will be Sad to see It's a serious situation That we're all in And we want the best For everyone uh, We still obviously Want to play football But uh, we'll just take it Day by day And listen to What the SFA are saying I think you've got to do What's best for uh, The safety of the fans As well And uh, they say It's more contagious When you're in a a big crowd as well So here's hoping it doesn't come to that But uh, if it goes behind closed doors And uh, the SFA are looking out for 
and the welfare of every single person. The worst case scenario, and it is a realistic scenario, is that the season ends prematurely. What would be your take on that? It ends, it stays as it is at the end of the day. Uh, as I say, the main thing is we, we make sure everyone's okay, they're all safe, and we try and catch this on the head as soon as we possibly can. And uh, Obviously, we still want to play football. We still want to go out there and win as many games as we possibly can, whether it's in front of the fans uh, or not. Um, obviously, it's, it'll be sad if there's no fans there because it's what football's all about, the fans being there to support you, whether at home or away. Let's be perfectly honest. This is the <laughs> ultimate hypothetical. None of us know what's going to happen And I would be amazed if this was not drawn Precisely along team lines Where every Celtic fan in the land goes Yep, he's absolutely right We should be champions We should play no further games And everyone else says No, I don't I don't agree with that So I'm not really sure how we We get a balanced debate on it At this stage But we'll give it a go Because that's what we do David is in Larbert Hi David Hello there What's your thoughts David on that That you just heard? Right, well uh, I hadn't heard that up until now uh, And uh, I think it's quite fair in his assessment. It's not my original thoughts when I come on uh, to the hotline to say, because I thought he was a bit uh, more brutal than that. Uh, so I'll give him credit for uh, being a bit more respectful to the general public. However, <laughs> to say that um, they, Celtic, should be given the title, uh, <laughs> I mean, it can't just be as simple as that. Like you say, I mean, I think that the United, for one, are, uh, have a bigger points advantage against the second-place team in the championship. Uh, so does that mean that they automatically get the championship? And if so, who goes down? Because Hearts only have a seven-point deficit. It's quite easy to make up in the bottom six with their last five games. And top or bottom... Anything can happen in those five games that uh, Celtic aren't cleared winners yet. Yes, they look like they they are going to head that way, and that's coming from a Rangers supporter. But, however, there is still a lot to pay, play for in these five remaining games when it comes to the split. Because, as we saw just last week, Celtic played Livingston and... Um, scraped a draw in the last minute now Livingston are probably going to be one of the top six teams so there's potentially two points that Celtic could drop when it comes to the top six yeah I mean this is why this conversation shouldn't really be taking place through the, the lens of football because it is so much bigger and once you start Worrying about how many points X team is ahead of Y team And you know They've only got a, th- a three point lead And they've got a ten point lead So they would probably win it anyway Probably missing the point mm-hmm. Gordon, um, if it, I think what we can agree Is if it were to happen I mean we're, we are in Unique times We're in unprecedented times So maybe something drastic like that Is around the corner But there's clearly no There's no easy fix on that front Is there? No, that's a problem, Gordon. Uh, even if you go down the the line of saying, right, okay, we can play the game behind closed doors, we're now noticing that players are picking the, the virus up, so that sort of puts that to bed. I don't agree with Scott Brown, uh, I've got to say. I totally understand what he's trying to come out with, and I think if I was the Celtic captain, I'd be saying the same. Uh, I know somebody that would be 
you know, if the season did finish and that was the case, he'd be delighted standing five yards away from me, keep him in the league. Um, That's a safe distance, by the way, according to the, yeah, the recent yeah, advice. Yeah, but I don't think you can just... Uh, look, is Celtic going to win the league? I've said from day one they will win the league. But even if you're a player, you want to do it over the course of the, 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 the rules. The, and the, the problems are, you know, yeah, Celtic, my opinion, will go on and win the league. I think many people think that. When you look at the bottom, you know, Hearts sitting four points adrift. You know, you go into the championship, you're looking at the bottom of that table with Thistle, you know, only a couple of points. You look at the, the top of League One, who's champions there? There's only one point between them. You know, so the argument goes for all those, you know, in my league cove, miles away. So there'd be no argument, you know, in that term. But then you're but, changing the rules, Mark, as well, with the fact that you're denying a team in the championship an opportunity to promote themselves into the Premier League. Yeah. You know, so so there's a lot of... Uh, you're right, it's not just... We all know that Celtic are odds-on favourites to go and win the league. Cove is that, that, That's what I'm Dundee saying, United. But none, you can't, none, none of... That's not the point, is it? No, of no, course not. You can't, you can't get down that road, Gordon. It's well, well, not... A, so, so it's what, got to be a, 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 a fair playground for everyone. So what does that look like then? Does that look like just trying to... Postpone it where possible and, and try and pick it up at a later date Make sure it gets finished I guess we would then be relying On maybe the cancellation of the Euros In the summer Maybe that's a step yeah, UEFA would I've, take Maybe that would then free up time in the summer For the relevant leagues to finish their like schedule that. I mean I read, a, I read a, a, one of these reports That says from the French newspaper That UEFA were going to release That it was going to be postponed to next year How true that is We don't know at this minute in time But if there's an opportunity to finish the season it, it, By any means Yes you're right There is You know a lot of time in the summer And we get that Usually we are used to that Being the players rest time But if the Euros are postponed Then it gives a A realistic window However We don't know what that's going to look like You know from society In, in mm. two or three months time as well So Very very tricky situation uh, David, I'm going to have to leave it there I'm afraid Because we do have breaking team news from Ibrox But thank you very much for getting in touch Does Morelos start or does he not? Who else is in that Rangers team? Andrew McLean Well, big team news from Ibrox James Tavernier makes it He's back from his injury And he's in the starting lineup for Rangers And Stephen Gerrard decides to go with Alfredo Morelos up front for this one So it looks as if it's two changes Matt Polster and Yanis Hadji dropping out the side Incoming James Tavernier and Scott Arfield as well. So it'll be Alan McGregor in goal, a back four of James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, George Edmondson and Borna Barisic. The midfield three, Stephen Davis, Glenn Kamara and Scott Arfield. And it'll be Joe Aribo and Ryan Kent, either side of Alfredo Morelos. The substitutes, Fodringham, Polster, Halliday, Katic, Ojo, Hadji and Camberry. Uh, I feel a bit for Fraser, who's a Rangers fan in the line, because he was calling in to tell us that, he, in his opinion, Alfredo Morelos should start the game. And we've now stolen his thunder, because we've given you the team news, and Morelos does start. So, Fraser, I assume you're happy to hear that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, just to pick up on, on the point earlier that Mark was making about him not picking Morelos, he would go with Canberra. Um Sorry to give you a bit of a hard one here, Mark, but that's maybe why Breakin are sitting bottom of the league. Um, the way wouldn't it be if we had a choice between Canberra and Morelos <laughs> By the way David So there you go I said I would play the two of them up front We wouldn't be bottom of the league Fraser all the Rangers fans are telling us That if results don't go your way It's not the manager's fault Exactly It's not my fault No but I'm just picking up on Mark Saying that it is partly Stephen Gerrard's fault So if that's the case But my, my, I suppose my point is You've got to go with your best players Morelos is one of the top scorers in the Europa League 
league. He's he's proved it in Europe, um, and even in the game against Braga in the last round, he might not have scored, but he was certainly a handful in that game um, that we won at Ibrox. So, yeah, I'm delighted that Morelos starts and feel a little bit more confident with him in the team. What do you make of the? Absence of Yanis Hadji from the starting eleven, Fraser. I know he, I know he's not nailed on to, to play every game, but I'm just thinking about you know the Braga games in particular. He's he's arguably the reason Rangers are in this situation, is he not? Yeah, that's probably the one that I would say um, puzzles me a little bit. Um, I think when we went two 0 down against Braga at home, Steven Gerrard moved Hadji into the middle, which is where he prefers to play, and it changed the game entirely. He plays him out in the right, and I think he's wasted out there. So I would have liked to have seen him go uh, take Kamara out the team and put Hadji in the middle in behind and let Scott Arfield and Davis sit. Gordon, what sticks out for you from from that team news? Does the absence of Hadji surprise you? Tavernier's back, Morelos is in. Um, no, it doesn't surprise me. I like the boy. I think he's a very, very talented footballer, Gordon. Um, I think he will be an important player for Rangers. I just think the, the plus for Rangers tonight is my favourite player, Arfield, um, coming back from injury. I think he gives them so much from the middle of the part. He can get goals as well. I totally agree uh, with Fraser there. Not just in the part with Mark Wilson, but on the part with the fact that if you're going to play Hadji, I think he's better suited in behind the striker, uh, as uh, what we call nowadays the number 10. I don't think he's suited out in the right-hand side or a left. I, I like him in just playing behind the striker. Remind me where he played against Braga. Played, did he not play in the? He played in the, in the, the right. right. Played, played in the right. He did play yeah. in the right. So, yeah, so what's different? Played in the left. I, I like him. I like him. I would like him in a different formation for me. Yeah, I get that, but that's not going to happen, is it? I mean, no. Rangers have been pretty so, strict, so and he has been effective in the Braga game. So what's different? Um, I think Stephen Gerrard might look at the opposition, Gordon. Uh, you just don't pick your team on. You know, the last last away game against Braga. Uh, you you pick your 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 team on. What you're playing against, where you think their their weaknesses are, where you think your strengths are, how you can get to them. So there's a lot of things come into football before you sit down and pick a team. Um, I like Hadji. I, I think he's a very, very talented footballer indeed. But I think that looking at tonight, I think the starting 11 is probably mm. the best that he's got. Fraser, how confident... Or otherwise are you with tonight It must be a real roller coaster at the moment You know dipping into some disappointing domestic performances Punctuated with some brilliant European results And then back to winning ways domestically at the weekend What are you thinking ahead of tonight? Yeah well I think Europe's been a, been a funny one this season Where actually we have played our best football And I think it's been said before unfortunately But uh, European football seems to suit us And I think it's because teams try to attack us And we're we're more dangerous when teams try to attack us. I even maybe beat Celtic at Parkhead and we almost beat them in the cup as well. Um, other teams have struggled to break down. So, But this is a different opposition. This is be the best team that we've seen. I thought Braga were the best team I've seen at Ibrox all season. And Leverkusen are no doubt going to be a step better than that. But you've always got to have belief. I wouldn't be going to the game if I didn't believe. Good man. Enjoy the game then, Fraser. Do check in with us in the coming days and let us know how it went That was Fraser In East Calder It's an ideal time For you to call Because we're going to get More travel with Bex And then we could be Speaking to you next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The league leader For compensation Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon DL And Mark Wilson here Building up to A massive game At Ibrox Between Rangers And Bayer Leverkusen We just gave you The team news Highlights include The return 
or, or the inclusion I should say of, of James Tavernier He returns from injury No Ryan Jack Scott Arfield's in the midfield Giannis Hadji's on the bench And Morelos Leads the line So give us your reaction To that team right now 01419511025 And we're going to get stuck Right into Looking back On St Mirren Against Hibs It was one of the first Arguably first six pointers of the season St Mirren came out on top Were you there? What did you make of it? And how does that leave things at the bottom of the table? You tell us 01419511025 uh, Did I just say Hibs instead of Hearts? I don't know I wasn't I listening, hearts, anyway. yeah, listening no anyway. I meant Hearts um, No they do We've got lots of Hearts fans <laughs> who phone in So please do Before we get back to the football I'm sorry I cannot resist the temptation to do this to you two Because Vehicles all over Glasgow in the west Were struggling to stay in the road this morning When this went out in Bowie at breakfast I don't know if you've heard this this week But basically George and Cassie have been giving away Tickets to see the script For their gig at the Hydro So the idea would be that Super Scoreboard Pundits Would record a famous script from a film And you had to then guess what it was We played Hughes on Monday night His godfather impersonation was Very good Oscar worthy It was absolutely brilliant The same however Cannot be said for this What is it? A sapphire? A diamond A very rare diamond Called the heart of the ocean I want you to draw me like your French girl Wearing this Ah, oh, Just bend your left leg a little and And wore your head Ice to me That's it I believe you are blushing Mr Big Artis <laughs> I can't imagine Monsieur Monet Bless him (laughs) You've said that before I think That is absolutely I'm embarrassed for his eyes I've got to put my hand up here and say I had no idea what this was all about When we were recording that I didn't know it was a Titanic And I was playing Rhodes you I was Rose you, you telling Mark Wilson To draw you Like one of his French girls <laughs> It's one of the most the leg up I was a bit concerned It's one of the most Disturbing things I've ever heard oh, We get, we get I stiffed I fit that big nose In a, a, a draw oh, oh. I'm so glad you said nose I, <laughs> I had no idea That was a Titanic There you go You've never seen that I've seen it But I didn't so know didn't that you didn't recognise the the, the dialogue the things we gasped in here <laughs> that, that goes away from football when, when it's unbelievable said, when he said put the leg up I was a bit concerned let yeah, me yeah, say you've done that before <laughs> wow so from, from coronavirus to <laughs> acting out the Titanic you are no. men of many talents actually we've got some Europa League football at the moment last cup oh. against Man United and it's behind closed doors it's so strange it's it's not right it has to be done oh. and you have to say what an opening goal from Igalo how good is that Gordon Deal that's, that, that's what you call top drawer he takes it in the right flicks it with his left on his right again and then just puts it in the top drawer that is absolutely brilliant what a goal that is uh, David Healy's not happy Because I Accidentally said Hibs instead of Hearts He says that's the level of interest When it's not the old firm David it was just a wee mistake Please don't take it too seriously David I appreciate you Maybe never make mistakes And I wish I could be like that But it's not that simple So <laughs> if you really want to talk about the game Give us a call The floor mm. is yours 0141951 1025 <laughs> Thomas is a Rangers fan From Easterhouse What do you make of the team Tonight Thomas? Alright but how are we doing? Not too bad How are you? Alright, um, it's just about the team, just about Morelos. Um, what it is is, I want to wait the game in Owen. I would prefer 11 Andy Hardys to one Morelos. Um, what it is, he's totally disrespecting the club constantly. 
Uh, he's got a way with murder, and he's made Gerard look an idiot constantly. And it's going to come a time where you go to say, look, enough's enough. I know, he, I know listen, he's been probably one of our best players this year in terms of scoring goals. He scored big European goals. But there's going to be a point where you... If you can't score Rangers, who do you don't treat Rangers like that? We've had better players than Morelos leave the club. We've had guys like Gascoigne and Loudup. Morelos could have laced their boots. So who does he think he is? He can treat your club like this. But to be fair though I mean you're right Thomas He he acted inappropriately He was disciplined by the club though And and therefore surely you, you draw a line under it Do you just do you just get rid of him Because he's, you know, he stepped out of line This isn't just one situation Where he's, he failed to come back This is the constant red cards Constant Can I trust him in Celtic He got, he got the second yellow card For shooting a referee Against Braga This isn't just one wee situation This is constant Thomas, the only thing the, the only thing that concerns me, and I hope I hope you mean by, and I'm not being disrespectful to this guy at all, but I hope it by when you mean uh, eleven Andy Halliday's, are you talking about commitment, effort, and desire no, to I, play for the jersey? Yeah, in terms of- yeah. Um, I I understand your argument with Morelos; he has let the club down, but it's a massive game for Rangers. Last sixteen against a top side. And you have to sometimes just go with your best side And Morelis is the best striker And you look at not that long ago um, Before this bad run of Not just Morelis A lot of the Rangers players have got to take responsibility since January You can't just point the finger at one player But his form's been very poor uh, He's been disciplined by the club For obviously not coming back Missing the Hearts game but before that, Gordon, we had Rangers fans on here constantly saying we've got to keep Morelis. If Rangers had sold Morelis in the January window without kicking our ball, this place would have been inundated with phone calls having a criticising the Rangers board. So, yeah, his form's been poor. Uh, yes, people talk about his body language. I've heard all the stories before. But the one thing the guy is, when he gets back scoring goals, he's a He's a very, mm. very good. Talent. Do you think it affects uh, the other players though, in in the Rangers dressing room? If you see what Thomas is saying, because Thomas isn't far off. You know, he, he's he, he's had a string. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, things red cards. You know, even if you go back to the 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 League Cup semi final against Aberdeen, suspended for something stupid, and it's cost Rangers in different ways. I mean, if you're sitting there in that Rangers dressing room, you see this guy getting away with murder all the time, and he's not playing well just now. But yet he's just coming back in And he's coming back in And he's picked again I think I think as a manager Mark I think Stephen Gerrard's got to be clever Because Let's Let's look at the, the, the facts They will think they're going to get money for him Now I'm not going to go down this road And quote how much he's worth Or what they'll get But they'll think they'll get money for him And I do think they'll get So I think the manager's got to use A bit of common sense Bring him along Get him to the end of the season and get him probably out the door And I think he's got to use him As much as he possibly can Now I know it's not all about Morelos and try to see Well I've got to keep that price tag up there But I just think that Just now when I look at what he's up against In the terms of See for for instance right See if it was Defoe was fit tonight And he sort of uh, went I'm going with Defoe You would probably look at that and go I can understand that but when it's comparing against Morelos and the biggest game of the season for them now, 
Then I think you've got to go with your top goal scorer Okay Thomas thank you for voicing your concerns That was Thomas in Easterhouse It's just about time for this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football We are continuing to build up to kick off at Ibrox But St Mirren fans, Hearts fans want to hear from you After Beat the Pundit In the meantime Let's play Let's try and give that signed ball away Gordon Diel or Mark Wilson Will be trying to keep a hold of it And if you want to take it off them It's 0141 951 1025 And you could be playing Beat the Pundit After the news You have to call us before 7 o'clock So be quick Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The form team for compensation For more than 40 years Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Or should I say Jack and Rose following your <laughs> performance earlier on in the show um, I can we've actually had some breaking news on the back of that regular listeners to the show will remember this if not let me refresh your memory we told you a few months ago that believe it or not Gordon DL had been what's the word um, cast headhunted headhunted that's the one headhunted uh, for a role in, a, in an up, in an upcoming sitcom Yeah And we just played out The Jack and Rose clip And the producer of the sitcom Has been in touch to say He's now not so sure That he can go ahead <laughs> um, Bit of a mixed response On Twitter Amy Cool says That was as hilarious As it was disturbing uh, Greg Wilde Who you'll have come up against Many times Mark Wilson Has been on to say Just made my night With the Titanic and another season, another treble says, I just threw up in my mouth. My pasta bake has just paid me a second visit. That should have come with a public health warning, if you ask See, me. that was your part. It's yeah, people say that. I would, I played every the straight time, guy every time I'm on here, you lose me a contract. That was my big break. <laughs> what's the, what's the oh, name of Dirty Water. Dirty Water. I was a barman. Not anymore. Not anymore. I'm just looking forward to playing it again. I'm going to play it again at some no. point. But let's do this. St. Mirren fans. Hearts fans, this is your time to get in touch What did you make of the game last night? How does it leave us at the bottom? Hearts fans, any way back for you? Is that it? Is that the final nail in the coffin? Or is there still some hope? And St Mirren fans, how confident are you now of staying up? Tell us right now, 01419511025 Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Hate to tell you I think they're tough questions On tonight's Ooh. Speed the Pundit Had a little bit of a look Producer Andy's obviously In a bad mood I think they're tough Let's meet tonight's contestant Ryan Is in East Colbride How are you Ryan? I'm not too bad yourself Not too bad Ryan Now I'm hoping you're going to be better Than some of the previous contestants On a Thursday Because they tend to do Not too well And then Gordon and Mark Are the worst winners ever And they really rub it in And slaughter the poor contestants So please tell me You can shut these two up Probably not, no Oh, Jeez, good oh, no. Right, anyway I, I, I think they're tough I don't think any of you Are going to do well None of you tonight well. What about Mark? Uh, heads, it is Mark Tails It's Gordon And it is Tails It's you again What a run you're on You played on Tuesday as well, didn't you? Yeah, I played Some well. guy from New Zealand Contacted me through Instagram The day saying he wanted to be That Muppet deal That beat the pundit <laughs> So Maybe I'll choose Or a Thursday will get in touch Ryan's a bit closer He's uh, in East Kilbride I'm so calling Mark I'm right going to give Gordon some Clyde 2 to listen to And that way he cannot steal your answers Ryan He's got the headphones on So you've got 30 seconds Up against Gordon And you can pass You ready? Yep Let's do it Your time starts now Which Norwegian team did Christopher Iyer join Celtic from? Bromby What is the name of Aberdeen's chairman? Don't know Name either of the goal scorers from 9-8 to eight When Rangers last paid Leverkusen Pass 
Who scored St Mirren's winner against Hearts last night? Oh, pass. What is the nickname of Forfer? Pass. Which Turkish team did Alan McGregor play for? Uh, Name any of the Scots that played for Hull that play for Hull City. Uh, pass. Okay, let's bring Gordon DL in. Gordon, can you hear us? Goes. Ah, uh, I'm not liking the look of this. Wilson You're in over. trouble. Oh, all right, go then. Same set of questions to you. Are you ready? Yeah. Which Norwegian team did Christopher Iyer join Celtic for? Pass. What is the name of Aberdeen's chairman? McCormack. Name either of the goal scorers from '98 when Rangers last played Leverkusen. Barry Ferris. Who scored St Mirren's winner against Hearts last night? What is the nickname of Forfar? Uh, Forfar is the Lunds, not Snow. Lunds. Which Turkish team did Alan McGregor play for? Galatasaray. Name any of the Scots that play for Hull City. Uh, Boyd <coughs> George Boyd Ryan what do you think They were quite tough weren't they uh, They were tough didn't they Let's find out just how tough um, First one Which Norwegian team did Christopher Iyer join Celtic from It was start uh, Well that was yeah, finished That was a difficult did, start Did Ryan get that He did not What is the name of Aberdeen's chairman You said McCormick Yes It's Dave Cormick Aye <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean I? <laughs> Big well, McCormick I'm a, Big Mac <laughs> Am I not getting the big guy? There is no Mac McCormick Is Dave, Dave Cormack? No I went Mac, He's Cormack I'll behave right Nil nil after two questions ah, I can't believe that Name any of the goal scorers from 98 When Rangers last played Leverkusen You had the choice of Jonathan Johansson Or Giovanni Van Bronckhurst So none of you got that It's nil nil game Nil nil after three questions uh, The fourth one Who scored St Mirren's winner? Against Hearts last night It was Jonathan Obika You finally got one Ryan didn't get it So it's 1-0 What is the nickname of Forfer? It is the Loons Yes And you said that first Before changing your mind And then So yeah, technically you got it right Yeah I have to give you 2-0 <laughs> The well Loons See you later answer. Ryan The Turkish team that Alan McGregor played for Is Besiktas Oh no uh, You didn't get that And any of the Scots that play for Hull City You had the choice Of Stephen Kingsley Don't ever heard them George Boyd James Scott Oh no It doesn't matter Ryan's, Ryan's on a, a <laughs> Great day He's on a beat A two for Gordon DL <laughs> And Ryan 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 I'm afraid it was a zero Absolute nightmare <laughs> A nightmare big do- A big donut Rosie's just Pinging in bed <laughs> Money Money oh, The good thing is There, there must be a zero <laughs> Again. There must be loads of Ryans in East Kilbride So oh, his pals yeah. will never know But if you're wondering That was Ryan Maley From <laughs> East Kilbride Are they listening Ryan? Aye they're in the comments Oh, oh no nightmare. That's even worse oh. Ryan You're as stupid as you <laughs> Why did I don't hear that by the way the four of them cramped in don't worry we'll beat the dazzler tonight anyway Ryan and pals enjoy your night that was Ryan <laughs> from East Kilbride sitting in the morning <laughs> oh. it's the East Kilbride pals team that's the right you two oh, you two are, are quite daft as well I, I can I can say that um, oh, because I experience it but that's the third Thursday granny of the season oh, they're three times I, but, but hold on a minute do you know who they all are they're all in that car <laughs> they're all just being gone Ryan go to and be get, fair try, try and get one out of seven oh. questions you only got two right not, uh, so I, I, would, I would just calm down a little bit on, on the bragging are, are there any balls leaving here 
Any of my balls leaving here? No, they're not. <laughs> my balls are staying firmly in that office. Look, it's sitting there. And it's not getting signed and it's not moving. Enough about your balls. <laughs> Draw me like That's one of your point. French girls again. Yeah, yeah. I think Mon we need another your balls. <laughs> <laughs> <Draw> Ryan. <laughs> Ryan's just sunk. Oh, poor Ryan. Oh, four mates as you well. You think these guys would actually read up in football before they phone in? He only get two. How many did you get? I was How hard. many would you have I got? I got there? four. Where, no chance, no chance. I did have got four. What did I you get? I got Cormack, right? I didn't I get the first one. I got Loons. Um, did you get Alan McGregor? Yep, Bazitas, yeah. Got that oh, one. Yeah, right. okay. Do you know the worst about Cormack? McCormack. I, I actually watched his video today. He was talking about yeah. trying to sell the season tickets. See when it popped up at the bottom of his name? What did Cor- it say? Uh, Dave I, I bet Cormack. You can call him Big Mac. Cormack. <laughs> St Mirren fans Hearts fans Where are you Let's hear from you Right now please Were you at the game Last night First of all What did you make of it And secondly Where does this leave The relegation battle Hearts fans Are you doomed Or is there a little bit Of hope left And St Mirren fans How confident are you That you can stay In the top flight After that victory Give us a call Right now 01419511025 Just how big a win Was it Gordon Deal uh, Not be ma- the pundit St Mirren No no both uh, Massive Gordon I've got to say, I I said on the programme, I watched St Myrne at Celtic Park. Yeah, they lost five. Jim Goodwin has got them organised. And there's a lot of teams, like St, uh, sorry, St Johnston went there in the opening game of season, lost seven. There's a lot of teams will go to Celtic Park and lose a lot of goals. It's how they play against, like say, last night against the Hearts. I fancied them at home. I think Obika is a very good player. I actually says to Andrew, who will verify that for you, St. Ibrox. I like to look of him uh, as a centre forward. I don't know. I, w- I would like to give the, the lad his goal because they were talking, uh, was it an own goal with Halkett, the two of them winning? But nah, got give to give it a yes, Give it a But, it was, but Gordon, see, looking at the game, it wasn't a case of, you know, it was a tight game. I thought St. Mirren and the evidence of chances last night. Thoroughly deserved their three points That's massive Yeah let's hear, start hearing from the management Jim Goodwin says the win was massive Just like you, he uses the same word He says it will give everyone at the club a big lift But they won't get carried away I am delighted yeah uh, It's a big night for the club Biggest game of the season You know and it was massive that we didn't lose the game First and foremost You know in my own head I wanted to make sure that we kept the gap At three at least So I didn't think we needed to go gung-ho To try and win the game I thought it was more of a a must-win game for Hearts To be honest Um, But the fact that we're sitting here now And we've managed to extend that gap At the bottom to six points Yeah, it's a huge relief Listen, of course it's significant Because, you know If you lose the game All of a sudden you go bottom of the table You know, the fact that we've won it And managed to jump a couple of places in the league I think psychologically gives everybody Around the club Supporters, directors, staff, players It gives us all a wee lift But you know, I said to the players after the game, let's enjoy it, absolutely, but let's not get carried away. You know, and, and I said to them yesterday in the meeting at the training ground that, you know, win, lose or draw, you know, it's not done. Right? And we have to make sure that that's our mindset going into the last eight games of the season. You know, we've uh, we've won a game of football at the end of the day, we've got three points and that's it. But I certainly believe that there's going to be a lot more twists and turns along the way uh, between now and the end of the season. Um Richard is a St Mirren fan in Paisley And a happy one I would imagine Richard 
absolutely over the moon after last night. Um, I think that puts us in the driving seat. Um, you know, we're best names in our own hands, I suppose. Um, if we lost last night, it would have been it would have been almost disastrous because then you've had counting on other results. Um, but I think hope, keep, keep staying in the driving seat is think key. Yeah, um, did you manage to make it along to the game, Richard? Yeah, yeah, I was there last night. Was it nervy uh, or? Um, it got it got nervy towards the end. I think Hearts Hearts only looking great. It's not the same Hearts team I've seen play Rangers. Um, I've seen over the last couple of weeks they sat on the on the eighteen yard line and let us play into them. Um, and I think we took it, we ended up taking advantage of that. And then towards the end we, we almost ran out of gas. You know we were inviting them on. Is that was pretty nervy towards the end? Yeah. Mark, it doesn't really matter in the end The nerves were bound to be felt But waking up this morning Richard, his fellow St Mirren fans What a what a relief to look at yeah. As Jim Goodwin says, mm. to be fair It's clearly not over They are above Hamilton by two points That's the relegation playoff But now a six point gap yeah. Above I, yeah. Hearts I agree with Jim, it's not over But <clears throat> some games are, are bigger than others Last night was a huge, huge game You know, you lose You lose that to Hearts Let's say for instance You lose that to Hearts And all of a sudden a win away from home at Hearts to match what they did against Rangers and match what they did against Hibs, it just adds that momentum. And you find yourself probably in a wee bit of bother, you know, with your own performance, but with Hearts picking up, uh, as I say, a bit of momentum there. So for St Mirren, it was huge. And I thought they played very well. They looked they looked the stronger side. There's no doubt Hearts are in trouble, but it was still a tricky game for St Mirren on paper. Th- and Jim will be delighted how they've played recently. When you look at them, the back-to-back games against Motherwell... You know, all right, they throw it away in the first half, but they managed to get through that. Then going away from home, picking up another one. You know, a draw against St Johnson, but then that one last night is a big, big three the thing points. That, the thing that would give me confidence if I was Jim Goodwin or Brian Rice or anyone sitting above Hearts was the statement that the Hearts manager came out after the game about lack of fight and yeah, desire. Yeah. We'll, we'll hear from him. Just don't you get ahead of so, yourself. Sorry, God, uh, for I'm, now. I'm, I'm informed tonight. Um, Richard, how important has Jonathan Obika become? I think that's five in his last seven. Usually, if teams are struggling down the bottom, it's because they don't have a goal scorer. But it looks like he's he's starting to fill that void. Yeah, we've been we've been crying out for a goal scorer. Um, I think we've been organised at the back. We've shown that all season. Um, we were difficult to beat. I think we just needed we we started needing a bit of the rub in the green to, to get our strikers on the ball and goal score goal scoring positions. Um, I think Obika. Is looking at part. I think the boy that plays number twenty is it Yubiak. Yubiak, yeah. Um, he he looks uh, he looks as if he's got a couple of goals in him. He's just not quite found the target yet, but he looks as if he gets his sell into position and stuff. And he looks like he could get a couple in. Um, I think I think the game's coming up. I think um, everybody's remaining fixtures. You know, Ross County. I think have got probably the toughest of the lot. They're on they're on um, six pointers every every week. We've got. Uh, Kill Marmot coming up. Um, if we beat them, I think we go a point, a point, just a point behind them. If we can beat them, um, so we're kind of slowly climbing out. But I think Ross County have really got the tough run in here. Um, I think that it's three six pointers they've got, and then the split. You know, I agree. Yeah, I mean, with you, well, Richard, you, you, yeah. you can spin that both ways. Though. Did Ross County not play all the teams mm-hmm. round about them? Yeah, I, bet, I, I mean, think you could say that's easier. I think Ross County and free fall gone. I really do. Um, I think looking at St Mirren. Um, Saturday Looking at them last night I think they've got enough If they keep everybody fit Abika will be a big player I like him I really do I think he brings a lot To the, the table for St Man. Um I just think they will have enough I think Hamilton are masters at it uh, Year in year out Everybody writes them off And they always produce I just think that Hearts 
uh, with the difficulties. I know that they had a good run there, beating Rangers in the cup and great result against Hibs, but not consistent enough. And you'll play it later about the manager's comments. I would be worried if I was a Hearts fan just now. Uh, thank you very much to Richard. Let's speak to Alex, who's also a St Mirren fan. How confident are you of staying up after that last night, Alex? Uh, I wouldn't say 100% yet, Gordon. The biggest difference last night, I think, um, was that Jim Goodwin actually played an attacking formation at home. He played 4-3-3, where we sometimes go 4-4-2. Earlier in the game, um, about four games ago, against Hamilton, where if we'd beat them, we would have went six points ahead of them. He set up 4-5-1. So I think that's the thing the fans have been crying out for. Is, yeah, Big Obika, 13 goals now, um, which is a great return. But it's only because we've started playing a more attacking formation. We've done that against Motherwell, 4-4-2, 4-1 up at half-time, and then we, we dropped back. And as Richard said there last night, we were dropping deeper and deeper because Hearts were taking a bit more possession. And the difference was, right at the start of the second half, we hit them in a counter-attack, you know, a long ball up the centre, uh, and the big man gets between the two defenders. But um, the biggest worry now is um, the boy that's been playing centre-half, McCarthy. Yeah, he went off injured, didn't he? He's off injured. He's he's, he's going to be out for maybe two or three weeks, I'm hearing. And um, that's a hammer blow for us because big Gary McKenzie's not fully fit yet. Stephen McGinn's not fully fit yet. Um, so the centre of the defence, big Foley. Sam Foley played a, a tremendous game last night, dropped back from middle of midfield. But, you know, you're stuck to the rotten hand place. You take him out the middle of midfield, you're given a bit of midfield um, grit and determination away. He's been really important for you, though, hasn't he, Alex? Whether it's been... In midfield or having to drop in at times like last night Clearly was up against it going back there on, on Saturday But how important has he been in recent weeks? He's been tremendous all season, Gordon But I mean, we've had players like that You know, Ryan Flynn, certainly a crucial ligament You know, great midfielder But he played tremendous when he went to fullback. Um, You know, the, the you know, Yakubiak who's come in Very good at holding the ball up, very direct And he can play kind of wide right But you know, last night we had them playing off a beaker, um, which was a difference. So we've, we've got a couple of guys that can play in different places. We just don't have the depth in the squad. But um, last night we, we fully deserved it. Um, the, the fans were up for it. It was a great crowd along last night. And uh, the, the players came up for it as well. And as I said, the question you asked me, I'm not 100% confident, mm. but, you know, I'd rather be in the position we're in than where hearts are. That's for sure. Mark? No, I'd, I'd, I'd have to agree I think St Mirren looked in a good place I, I'll go back to that that game at Fir Park The 4-4 game Where it was almost the same personnel Ross Wallace might have been the only one It wasn't in that game uh, that night But Jim played a 4-4-2 that night He reverted to this 4-3-3 Or a 4-5-1 win The other team's possession And got battered for that full second half But the players still saw it And I think there was a wee change uh, In them there Now Jim uh, as as the guy said Richards and Alex I said He went with that 4-3-3 In a more attacking sense Last night I think Because they've got the personnel To do that They They will create more chances And you know With Abika up front With the addition of Ross Wallace Now coming in fit as well You don't know how important He's going to be But Guys are right McCarthy going off You know injured That's a, that's a big game I like to look at him You know And that's one thing St Mirren have been decent at You know Being solid at the back It's been Probably creating a chance has been the big problem, but he's all right. You'd rather be where St. Mirren are just now and have that wee bit of confidence than if you're a Hearts player going into training this morning. Matt, the only plus that St. Mirren have got, and, and I understand Alex saying there were about the the size of the squad, strength and depth. But if you look around that table down at the bottom, Ross County's the same. 
Hamilton will be the same You know So they will have their injuries They will have their suspensions I, I totally disagree After watching St Mirren lately I think they've got More than enough to stay in the but Even out the playoffs Alex thank you very much That was Alex and Cardonald Another happy St Mirren fan What about you Hearts fans though? Any hope left That looked desperate at times Last night The league table Doesn't make for good reading Can you still get out of it? 01419511025 And a full time teaser next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Getting you full compensation Is their goal Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon Diel is here Mark Wilson is alongside him We are doing a couple of things Building up to kick off Between Rangers and Bayer Leverkusen In case you hadn't heard There's a big game on Sunday Between Rangers and Celtic And we're reflecting on a huge win For St Mirren Against Hearts last night as well Let's go back to Ibrooks. Um to discuss or, or to speak to our part-time sports reporter Part-time coronavirus correspondent Andrew McLean uh, No laughing matter clearly Andrew But what are there any any real implications f- f- for the game tonight? I understand maybe the press arrangements With regards to which players you get to speak to Are a bit impacted Yeah in terms of the, the game going through its normal motions Everything seems to be absolutely fine But it is interesting from a press perspective Because in European games, after the match, normally what happens is you'll speak to the manager and then you'll go into what is called a, a mix zone where the players walk through one side of it, you're standing at the other side of the barrier and you just sort of catch the players on the way through and have a chat to them about you know, their, their thoughts on the game and their thoughts going forward. But tonight that mix zone has been completely banned, so the players won't be coming through that zone, we won't be getting the chance to speak to them and you can completely understand that with the precautions that are in place at the moment as well. Rangers normally have their pre-match press conferences at the training ground as well. I've been informed that their pre-match press conference for the game against Celtic on Sunday will actually be taking place at the stadium as well to be sort of keeping outsiders away from the training ground, if you like. So there are certainly precautions in place. You know, we've seen around Europe, there's been a Juventus player that has... uh, tested positive for coronavirus the whole Real Madrid team are currently in self-isolation as well so there are player, players down south as well that have been showing symptoms so Rangers certainly uh, doing their utmost to try and keep the, the health of their players at a premium at this game There we go 32 minutes to be precise until kick-off we will go back to Ibrooks and continue the build-up to that one let me quickly get your teaser up and running tonight it's a good one I like this mm-hmm. question a lot Ryan Preston has sent it in You're going to need good knowledge to get it So listen up and see what you think Ryan says Since the start of the 13-14 season So that's the Premiership era If you like in Scotland 13 Scots have scored a hat-trick In the Premiership I'll tell you what We'll take Lee Griffiths out right Because he was at the weekend So it's pretty obvious So we're looking for the 12 players Prior to that That have scored Scottish Premiership hat-tricks Boy. Now let me be clear Scottish Premiership 2013-14 onwards So Chris Boyd No uh, Miller What? Which one? Anyone Just suddenly Pick one Kenny Yes Well done Mackay Stephen Oh great shout Mark Wilson Well done Where did you get that one from? Scored it for Aberdeen Did he? Yeah Cosgrove is he Scottish? Would you say he was Scottish? Oh, Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> no, probably not. Oh, and by the way, I've got it written down. I can only apologise to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I was going to see Nile again. Scottish. Scott. James Scott. James Scott. No. Has he not? Did he not score three? 
against St. Lund? No. Oh, Turnbull. No. He scored one. Oh, no, he scored I think he was just a penalty, 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 penalty against Livingston, yep. Right. Um, we're not doing very good here, are we? Yeah, I mean, some of them are tough, but there's some easy ones there. Yeah, come on. I mean, think about it. James Forrest. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just getting them. Uh, I don't know. I need to watch what I'm saying. I'm going too early. Uh, McGregor's not. No. Uh, Scott Brown. No. Um, Ryan Christie. Yes. Ryan Christie. All right, that's a good start. So, uh, before Lee Griffiths did it at the weekend, 12 other Scots have scored hat tricks in the Scottish Premiership. Now, that's the 2013 14 season onwards. Lee Griffiths, like I mentioned, Gary Mackay, Stephen, James Forrest, Kenny Miller. Ryan Christie So you've got a few to get You can help us on Twitter As well Let's speak to Stephen Who is a Hearts fan In Blantyre How bad is it getting Stephen? Uh, very bad I would say After last night's performance um, Probably Probably Same as all the other Hearts fans We've been playing it down The last few weeks But I think after last night It's uh, It's pretty serious now it's always the same old story when you discuss it, Stephen. There's the temptation to pick out some individuals like Stephen Naismith and Liam Boyce, Craig Halkett, I mean, oh, didn't cover himself in glory last night, John Souter before the injury, and various others. And you always hear that phrase about, you know, too good to go down and all that sort of stuff. But I take it that that's all out the window for you. Definitely, definitely. And they're, they're all big names. They should be, uh, you know, there's a good few young boys in that squad now that they should be. Showing them the way Leading by example um, it's, it's just not good enough A big team um, Shouldn't be anywhere near the bottom of the league But that's where we are Stephen what, what, what's uh, your thoughts on your manager? Because uh, I'm, I'm looking uh, I was looking today And you're talking Hearts In the last 14 games Chance for 42 points Gordon I've taken 11 They've won two games. Aye. Two games. Aye. Now, Stephen, I, 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 and I totally agree with you, you can say Hearts are a big club and they've got a terrific support and a terrific stadium. They've got very good players, Hearts. There's no, uh, they should never be at the bottom of the league. But they've no divine right not to get relegated. Well, what, what is that? What way, is, but even at that, though, what, what does that mean? They've got very good players and, and they shouldn't be at the bottom of the league. Ba- I, based on what? What, about, the, what I, about that saying that the league table doesn't lie? And if you're down there... Maybe you don't have good players Or maybe the players aren't as good as people thought I think they've got players That are good enough not to be at bottom of the league Right? I know what you're saying Gordon The league table doesn't lie You look at the performances against Rangers Okay, Rangers is an easy one So so Celtic in the cup Takes care of itself Anybody will tell you that They then go to Easter Road Another sort of easy one Because it's a derby You're up for it Great passion about the game your bread and butter has you've got to go and, and get a result against St Mirren but all the credit goes to St Mirren but it's what worries me about Hearts is the comments that the managers come down with they've still not fixed the fact that you've still got two guys that were potentially managers still hanging about the corridors there yeah is that not a bit easy though to start to start blaming that no you've that. got to look at the full club it, 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 works. it seems like a pretty easy out though for the guys at the moment So because then, well, then what you're doing is you're cutting the current manager slack and you're cutting the players slack I by th- offering them that as an excuse I, I thought the I thought the current manager uh, was entitled to the transfer window in January right he brought in boys I thought good signing made a great impact but there's something don't know if it's tactically or the players are not getting the information right. 
There's something wrong with us You've had a day to sort of calm down Stephen if you like And, and maybe try and assess this with a calm head is, is there any way back or have you resigned yourself to a playoff at best? Well I, I would take a playoff at this point um, Just on your last point there um, Obviously I can't name any names here But last night I was I was, sta- I was uh, stood in the stand With um, a Hearts player's family That was playing last night And we were chatting away and uh, then all come up in conversation and uh, it came out that the instructions and the the language barrier is quite difficult for a lot of them. I think the way he's trying to put his his points across, um, the players are not getting it. That's, um, I think that's that's becoming more obvious by the week. There's a, there's a lack of leadership um, togetherness. It's just... It's, it's not happening for Stendhal In my opinion Well let's hear, let's hear from him Stephen uh, Since you, you raised it He says the players Lacked fight Throughout the defeat in Paisley He says he can't understand Why they weren't up for it But he says he won't give up In that battle To keep them in the Premiership Big disappointment I think from the first moment We were not ready For this game We played Not what we want to play And Samuel played What we expected And by us Was not Everybody Ready to Take this fight And And um, Win this duel, and this is this is the biggest disappointment. With it being such a big game, does that worry you that the players you say weren't ready for this game? It's a good question. I I ca- cannot understand. I have no reasons for this, especially after the last week and our our games, our results, and uh, yeah, normally no reasons for performances like this. I can say I never give up, and I expected this from my player, uh, but we. We cannot play like this. Doesn't matter. We we lose or win a game. We cannot uh, play without so less fighting about our position in the league and our our for our club. And uh, that was in the first half not enough. Stephen and Blantyre, thanks a lot for the call. This isn't going to go away in a matter of days or weeks, Stephen. So do stay in touch and let us know what's happening in the coming weeks. Kenny's in Airdrie. How does it make you feel, Kenny, listening to the manager talking about lack of fight and things like that? Uh, evening guys no, it's, To be honest It's quite disappointing uh, The way the whole season's went You know For the fiasco With the stand The pitch Concerts on the pitch uh, The injuries The Levine The uh, Austin McPhee Then Stendhal in And there you go There's uh, Mr Ian Cathro Sitting ready for a quarter final Of the Europe, European Cup You know what I mean I just think the whole season's been a, a, a bummer for the start Yeah I mean I think you're right Kenny Because some of those examples You you give or you can't argue against them, but still, Hearts are in, were in a position or are in a position certainly before the game last night where you know they, they could easily get out of this. And they had shown in recent weeks with wins against Rangers and against Hibs and even a home point at the weekend against Motherwell. Why do you think last night that when it comes to the crunch, the game that you really do need to win, that the manager can turn around and say the players weren't ready and there was no fight? There's got to be something wrong, Gordon. I mean, I'm here. You're getting me sort of murmurs that there's a sort of a split in the dressing room, and then as your previous caller said about the, the lack of understanding, you know, and, and uh, Daniel's methods and what he's trying to get out of the team. But I mean, I even said it to one of the guys last night during the game. Sean Clare's been playing fantastic at right back. Now all of a sudden we've we've, we've taken Sean Clare and put him into midfield and put Michael Smith back. There's been far too much players and changing through the entire season because of the injuries, because of his suspensions. But I mean, there's uh, Sibic. He's he's out injured. Played one one fantastic game, then out injured. 
we don't see me well but much luck with any injuries I think the, the, the one thing if I was a Hearts fan just now is you know um, Stephen was on earlier saying oh, I'm hearing there's rumours that the message isn't getting across well well, the message did get across to the players against Rangers a couple of times against Hibs and I know it does say it's easy games to get up for but I mean that should carry on to this game is this game not an easy game to get up for? You're, you're staying in a relegation and these are the big Yeah it's not like you're, it's not like you're mid-table and exactly. you can say and you say oh well I've took my foot off the gas here No I mean so I think the message would have been much the same It's how the players then deliver it on the pitch Now The manager can only do so much He he sets up his system And yes Sometimes the manager will pick Their own personnel He he may pick their own shape But the players can still affect it on the pitch And the performance last night I I think you've got to look at the guys on the pitch You know there was a lack of fights St Mirren were the better team They created the more chances They didn't seem to be that fight And the managers came out And rightly said that And if you're the, it, That's is right But the squad hearts have got And you're looking through that Starting 11 last night They're good players They have been good players There's a mix of experience And youth in there They should be able To handle The pressure of playing In a relegation battle like that But they should have the fight Not not just the ability But the fight to at least come away for there be a point sure. And that would be the worry for me As a heart fan Watching that And it's those games That really matter Not yeah. your Hibs Your Rangers It's those games That really matter I think what worry me Is the comments Mark From the, the manager um, I, I I don't get all this About the split In the dressing room Now We've Sort of watched it um, A few months ago With Kamarnock players With uh, Alessio Right And Look where Kamarnock are just now You look at Hearts the difference for me, if you're a Hearts player, whether you like that manager or not, you are going to get relegated into Championship. Your career can down a level. It's a different, Your is this not a different thing though? Because I, I don't think the caller was suggesting that they're not playing because they don't like them. It's that they cannot carry out the, the job they're being asked to do because they don't understand it. Surely that's two different things. Yeah, but the, he did say as well that the, someone heard there was a pl- split in the dressing room. Right, so yeah, if... Well, surely that's up to the coaching staff to get that message over. But the one thing you mu- you must take as guarantee, Gordon, is when you go in that park and you're not relegated any game at all. But especially if you're in a situation where you've got maybe a chance of getting down here. This is a six pointer. We all says that about the game. You have got to first and foremost Roll your sleeves up and give everything you've got Thank you very much Kenny in Airdrie Kenny's a Hearts fan A concerned one at the moment But all hope is not gone Uh, Since the start of the Scottish Premiership era The 13-14 season Before Lee Griffiths at the weekend We're looking for another 12 Scots Who've scored a hat-trick You've got Gary Mackay-Steven James Forrest Kenny Miller Ryan Christie What about on the Hearts? Um, Naismith? Yes McLean? Yes I think that was for St Johnston though against Motherwell. Yeah, but anyway. I'm just thinking Hearts players. Um, he doesn't even play for Hearts well, anymore. No, so. he plays with Raith Rovers. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Put that and beat the pundit. Um, Stevie Lawless scored a hat trick. No, no. Billy Mackay. He's not Scottish either. As you know. No. Has he not got a granny or something? <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to have a birth certificate filed down here. Uh, what are you laughing at? You just. Well, Billy Mackay sounds a Scottish name, does it not? Six to go. Six mm. what minutes? No, answers. All right, okay, hold on. Brophy? No. 
Uh, Kenny McLean. No. Um, oh, the boy with the header, uh, Considine. Andrew Considine. Oh, yeah. I scored against Dundee. That's right. Yeah. Good shot. Get in there Well done Five to go We'll get them next And David in Port Glasgow Is a Celtic fan He's coming up after these Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors They play to win Every time Talk to Thompson's.com Into the final part Of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Ryan Preston Provided the question tonight If you want to hear Your question on the show In the future The address you need Is fulltime At Clyde1.com So the question this Ryan Preston says Since the start of the 13-14 season uh, Lee Griffiths did it at the weekend Another 12 Scots Have scored hat-tricks In the Scottish Premiership You're doing okay You've got Andrew Considine Gary Mackay-Steven Stephen McLean Stephen Naismith James Forrest Kenny Miller And Ryan Christie Here's a cracker for you Stephen May Yes hmm. Come on Matt Do you come Johnny Russell no. no You're homeless Four to go that one. Four to go mm-hmm. Stuart Armstrong Nope There's a mother will play in there And I don't know who it is Do you think so? Yeah 100% Okay Um. Oh Is Sutton Scottish? John Sutton oh, Move on Is, is Chris next, Sutton Scottish? Next topic No he's not he's English and oh, that's Chris Collins can we just revisit that? How could John Sutton be Scottish no, if I his was, brother Chris Sutton is I, English? I, I forgot they were related. Right, forget him. I'm putting him out. Chris Commons. Yes. Much stuff. He scored 30 once, didn't he? Chris Commons, well done. <laughs> I saved my bacon there, didn't I? Three to go. Let's speak to David in Port Glasgow. How are you, David? How you doing, chaps? Thanks for having us back on. I'm good, thanks. Good stuff. What's on your mind? What's your point tonight? Just a, a couple of points Obviously uh, First of all I want to congratulate Rangers Just how they're doing In Europe this year My mate He's a he's a big Rangers man So he's a way up At the game tonight And I just Wanted to say Well done And how they're Went about their business In Europe this year They deserve all the Plaudits they're getting um, That said Start a season Objectives Which I always say To my big mate um, If you were to say Just now I'm, I'm interested In what the panel thinks Obviously, if you were to say to me as a Celtic man, you'll be 13 points clear in the league. You'll be in a semi-final. You'll have a cup in the bag and you would have Christmas after Europe. How would I say they'll take it at this point? Rangers on the other foot. Obviously, they're out of the cups. They're in Europe still. They're 13 points behind. Would they take that? He says they would, but I, I disagree. And I'm just interested to see what you guys thought on that. Good, Mark. Uh, no, I don't think they would. Um, I think at the start of the season... The Rangers fans were fairly optimistic that this year was going to be their year just because the way the season ended, the seeing progress and, and beating Celtic. Um, I think Stephen Gerrard, on the face of it, looked like he did strengthen the squad. Um, I think probably as much as they would have liked a good run in Europe, I don't think many would have foreseen them getting to this stage in Europe and they would have thought the league was a more realistic um Chance for them um, I think They would have thought They would have still been in The the cup competitions Or certainly The Scottish Cup anyway um, So No I, I would think The Rangers fans Would have taken A closer Title race Still in with a chance And still in with a chance Of winning the Scottish Cup Rather than here But that's That's my opinion I think domestically This is on the whole I think domestically Your bread and butter 
is, is your most important thing Remember Gordon Strang Quickly saying is Champions League football Is brilliant The Knights are great But Winning the league Is your priority And We always took that through I think the Celtic team's the same just now Winning the league is a priority In my opinion I think the Rangers Camp would have been the same At the start of the season David I'm just thinking ahead to Sunday Do you think the fact Rangers are, are playing tonight And have to go to the well and, and put in a physical effort Does that have any impact On the game on Sunday When it comes around I don't know The guys are They're professional footballers They're fit guys Obviously their legs Could get weary If they put a shift in the night But I'm personally hoping They are, they are weary And they get absolutely destroyed But you know, who knows? It's a, it's a Celtic versus Rangers game, and can happen. The interesting thing, Gordon, as well, and I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves because let's be honest, I couldn't say with any degree of confidence that next week's leg away would will go ahead at all, mm-hmm. right? But let's assume that it does, and at the moment, it's behind closed doors. Now that that surely plays into Rangers' hands a bit. Rangers have their home advantage tonight with the fans. Bayer Leverkusen will not get that, even if the game. Does go ahead Does that even Does that increase the incentive For Rangers And get something tonight Get something to take over And Well yeah Of course it does um, You're right Gordon Because How many times have we heard The, the 12th man That's the supporters um, You know Bayern won't have that But Rangers will have 49,000 plus tonight uh, Cheering them on Well Take some off for Obviously the visiting fans But uh, the atmosphere will be terrific So it does give you a little bit of advantage And uh, Rangers have got to accept that David thank you very much That will be the final call of the evening So thanks for rounding things off uh, You've got a couple more on this teaser to get I've got a... oh, I'm going for Craig B No Right he's hopeless Tony Watt No He's hopeless Right any more Cause I've Murray got... Davidson No No I thought he scored He's not scored three in a season I thought it was one of hey, what about one in there. Uh, there's a memorable one. If you, th- if you, are you sure? Yeah, Martin Boyle. He's Scottish. Mm, yeah, Australian. Yeah. He's not one. There is no Motherwell one. I'll put you out your misery. I didn't think they were. Um, if you get the club, you'll get the player. Now the problem is this club is no longer in the Premiership, so that's maybe why you've not thought of them. Chris Dillon. Yes. There we go. How about that? He didn't need to get as much here. Well done. You've got two to get. You better start giving clues. Um, one did it for. Aberdeen And the other one I can't remember who he scored the hat-trick for It might have been Hearts He definitely played for Hearts he played Oh um, Oh boy with a lot of tattoos yes. Ryan Stevenson Yes Good shout that One Aye. to get Right we He did it for Aberdeen Yep let's go to Andrew McLean And get a final build-up at Ibrooks. Yeah well we're just minutes away From kick-off And a massive night of European football Lots of talk about empty stadiums In the coming weeks But it's packed to the rafters here And a Rangers crowd That can have an air of optimism About them Based on previous European experiences Under Steven Gerrard This should be their toughest test yet But being away from the pressures Of domestic football Seems to suit these players and with trophies evading them in Scotland a further run in this competition would be more than welcome if they can take advantage of this home match tonight they might fancy their chances in a silenced stadium in Germany next week a recap of the team news as well Rangers make two changes from their last game out go Polster and Hadji in come Tavernier and Arfield Alan McGregor starts in goal it's a back four of James Tavernier Connor Golson George Edmondson and Borna Barisic the midfield three Glenn Kamara Stephen Davis and Joe Aribo, uh, and uh, Scott Arfield sorry with Joe Aribo and Ryan Kent either side of 
Alfredo Morelos. Plenty of danger men in that Bayer Leverkusen team. The likes of Kai Havertz, who has two goals and two assists from just two Europa League matches this season. The team's on their way out onto the pitch as the blue, red and white flags come out in the Broomlone Road stand. I'm sure we're in for a cracker tonight. OK, let's leave it there. Big match tonight. We'll give you all the fallout on tomorrow night's show from six. You've got one more to get in the teaser. Paul Harley. No. No, Mark, you're oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to steal it. Aberdeen play, I think, and oh, this is where you need to forgive me for giving you a bomb steer. I think it was against Partick Thistle. I think it was one of the oh. last games of the season. Not going to help. They me. came down here and, and battled Thistle. I'm sure it was that game. No, give us your initials. He had a loan spell at Dundee. Dundee. He's a winger. Greg Stewart. No. He's a winger. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a tr- it's a tough one This was always going to be the last one. Oh, it's, uh, it's a boy Smudger Smith No McLennan I'll put you out of your misery Scott Wright No chance Scott Wright um, nah. Right quickly Score prediction from Ibrox tonight 1-1 uh, Mark uh, I'll go for 2-1 Leverkusen There we go We're back tomorrow night Going over all the big talking points Please join us at 6 And Callum Gallagher's back He's up next Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.